New models, old timer. My Mac Podcast 309. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Everyone, welcome to My Mac Podcast number three oh nine. Now, this was a momentous day, and we're going to get all that in just a minute. But as usual, I am here with Gaz. How you doing, Gaz? Uh, I'm doing very well, guy. Thank you. And you? Uh, well, uh, except for a couple, just a few recording hiccups before we started. <laughs> I think uh, I think I'm doing okay. Yeah, excellent, excellent. And uh, momentous. What's been going on the in the Apple sphere today? Uh, well, you know, I, I'd heard that uh, that they were going to make a couple of announcements, but I, I really didn't pay attention to it. Ah, uh, no, good, good. We will we'll have plenty of other stuff to talk about, I'm sure. <laughs> That's right. I mean, after all, this is only a Mac podcast. Hey, I've got some information on my time capsule. Oh, what happened? Well, you, I don't know if you remember, but it was I said that it was within the um, set of warranty returns that they were accepting. Yeah, but you had you changed out your hard drive. Ah, well, I was thinking about changing out my hard drive, but I didn't want to change it, and oh, then obviously right. the and then the time capsule go dead on me. So what I did was I went into the Apple Store because the MacBook, uh, the white MacBook that I've got, had some cracks in the front on the front fascia again. And you're and you're and, still under warranty and, with that. Well, no, it's a, because it's a warranty replacement because they're, they're, you know, they're, they're replacing those. I took it in and said, this has been done before. I, you know, and he looked at it, he went, no, it's fine. He said, it doesn't look like it's been abused. It's, they're now changing the bezel around the screen as well as the, the actual fascia where the keyboard is. Um, the guy told me that it was actually a problem with the magnets in the bezel around the screen being too powerful and actually snapping shut and the plastic on the top was being a bit weak so it was then cracking it so they replaced it and at the same time i asked about the time capsule and the guy said okay but because it's not because it's not actually broken at the moment he said officially we won't replace it um and i said so i've got to wait to be halfway through a meeting at work and for me to be totally embarrassed when it fails on me have i and he went, mm, okay, okay, and I'll say this quietly, we'll do it as an intermittent uh, warranty repair, so I'm, getting it, <laughs> so I'm getting it replaced, and when I get the new replacement, then I'll crack that open and put the new one. <laughs> <laughs> well, either that or go out and buy an Apple iHammer and just beat on it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So, it's, uh, it's something that they did not release today was the iHammer. Nah. Oh, I don't know. I bet I could find one on the site. Yep, but we uh, we have. Oh my god, this is going to be like an action-packed show today. It is. We it have is. so much to talk about. We actually had a whole other topic, and I I had done an intro for it and everything, you know. And we were well. To be honest, we were going to do this last week, and then. Uh, I screwed up when talking to uh, the person that we were going to do the show with. So we said, okay, well, we'll just do it next week. And then lo and behold, Apple, in their infinite wisdom, decided to release a whole bunch of stuff. And uh, that's <laughs> we're going to talk about that stuff today. But not quite yet. 
Uh, we have, we, not quite yet. We have some housekeeping that we yep. want to take care of. Uh, uh, why don't we begin with a, with a little feedback that we got from our dear friend Jeremy North, who is a, a, a frequent writer to the MyMac.com podcast. And thank you very much, Jeremy. We really actually, you know, we really, really do appreciate it. Um, Absolutely. For those who don't remember, he was the one that had the 20-inch G5 iMac that had some some flaky capacitors, and he was talking about replacing them. Well, I uh, just got an email from him and said, Hi, Guy, I really enjoyed your latest show. Good to hear Gaz back on Song 2. It must be an English thing. I don't get it. It was entertaining. <laughs> a few weeks ago, I was seeking advice on my sick iMac, which turned out to be faulty capacitors on the motherboard. Well, I replaced it with a 27-inch iMac i5, which is really good. Whoa. Yep. I've kept the old one, so one day when I can be bothered, I'll get out the soldering iron and replace the caps. Watch this space. Regards yeah, to a, you all, Jeremy. Thanks, he's Jeremy. Got a, he's got a beauty of a machine there now, hasn't he? Uh, well, Brighty. you know, I've, I've decided that, that <clears throat> I, I have to put a magical curse on Jeremy. <laughs> because he's, he's yeah he's not allowed to have a nicer a nicer uh, uh, iMac than I do. It, <laughs> yeah. it it can't be allowed. Guy, you do know this is going out, don't you? Oh oh, did I <laughs> did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, real quick, um, because we have so much to do. Let, let's talk about the, some of the latest stuff on mymac.com, our parent site. Uh, we have a lower pack, or sorry, lower pro Versa Pack 200 AW review. This is a uh, backpack for cameras and, and it's got you know all weather gear kind of stuff by RT Alinikov. Uh, that next on the um, website we've got Apple Cares and so should you, which is an article by Scott Willsley all about Apple Care. It's good That's read right. actually, and I've read that actually yes for once. Apple He's Apple good. Care Apple Care is one of those things that uh especially with laptops I highly recommend anybody yeah. get. Yep. Yeah. Uh next up is a book review also by Scott Wilsey, Take Control of Apple Mail in Snow Leopard. It's an ebook. Then we've got a review of Photoshop CS5 um part 1. Uh that's CS5 extended. That's from Donny Yankalo. Uh, we have a review from Rich Lefko, who I actually had dinner with uh, last, I think it was Monday night. Uh, he was here in in uh, Washington, D.C. area for his job, and I, I met him downtown, and we had dinner. It was really, really, it was the first time I had a chance to meet him. Good guy. It's, cool. it's the Logitech Harmony, excuse me, Logitech Harmony One Advanced Universal Remote by... Logitech, also written by Rich Lefko. I think I said his name a couple times. Yeah, I think he's got the plug out now. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> I, I like Harmony remotes. I've got one of those. Well, not one of those, not the Harmony one, but a Harmony remote. I, well, I, finally, I, I, I was just well, going to say, I really, really want to get a, a decent universal remote because most of them suck. Yeah, I, I quite like the one I've got. It's a um, Harmony 555, um, and it uh, works well, quite well. And finally, on the uh, website, we've got a review from the Acme Made Hardback Folio Case. Is it a folio case? Yes. Yeah. Um, and that is by Alicia Pacelli. Pacelli? Yeah. Pacelli. You say Pacelli? <laughs> I say, I say Pacelli. Pacelli. Okay. Uh, and we are, we are blessed this week. We have a listener invite, and his name is Neil Wharton. Neil, how you doing? Hello. Yes, very well, thank you. And uh, you've been on the show before. You were. Uh, what were you talking about on the show before? Uh, astronomy. Oh, astronomy. 
So that's yeah. that's like your your big passion. It is, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Spend many a, a an hour stood in the dark looking up. <laughs> well, I do the yes. same, but I'm not usually looking at the stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you're you're a you're a long time Mac user, I take it. Uh, yeah, I mean, about, it's yeah, three, three, four years. Three, four years. And yeah. uh, what kind of Mac do you use? Um, I've got two. Um, I've got a, an older MacBook Pro 15-inch, mm-hmm. so before it went all solid aluminium, and I've got the new 13-inch MacBook Pro. And um, you use them both? I do, yes. They're using both at home and at work. So uh, you also saw the announcement today? Absolutely, yeah. I watched it live on the on the stream, which they uh, they put out. Um, even while I was driving along in the car, not watching it, of course, just listening to <laughs> no, it. No, of course um, you weren't watching it while you were barreling down a highway at seventy but, miles per hour. Absolutely, um, but um, but it did stream. It streamed over the three G onto my iPhone and came through the car stereo. So yeah, I can't remember the last time that Apple actually video streamed. Uh, one of their events. Typically, you, you've got to watch it like on Engadget or something like that. And 2002, Guy. Was that the last time, really? Yep, yep. Um, and I'm just trying to think what the event was for. Um, but it was 2002 when, when it happened. I think around February when um, apparently it was Steve Jobs was doing a keynote from the New York Macworld. Oh, you know what? I was probably because I went to like the last two New York MacWorlds for it was just for a day though because it was it's like about a five or six hour drive from yeah. uh, from here in DC. But when I heard that that they were live streaming the event, I decided you know, I, I take my lunch uh, outside of the building that I work in because I can't have my own you know electronics and stuff in that building, and uh, took out my iPad and of course I'm just connected up through the three you know AT and T's wonderful three G network here in the states. And I was totally surprised to find that I was seeing the event. Sort of. Kind of. It kept... <laughs> now, uh, before we started the show, uh, I think uh, that, Neil, you and I were having kind of the same experience where it would start to stutter a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's just, it kept going on and off. So you went to a black screen uh, and the sound yeah. sort of intermittent. And then it'd stop and, and Karen's streaming. And you yeah, had the same. I had yeah. the same. Where, now, it, where it would switch to just audio? Yes. Uh, well, no, I got that in the car. Odd occasions when it was when I was sort of driving along in the car, it, it, it flipped. Not that I was watching the screen, of course, but it did flip <laughs> to straight audio. But when I hooked onto Wi-Fi when I got back, um, I, the, I, I got constant picture, but you got this where it sort of flipped on and off. Hmm. Yeah, I, I had to keep resetting or um, you know reloading the page, and it, it always seemed to do it just as they were either going to announce the product or announce what the price is. You know, I, I, the example I was giving you guys was uh, they, they'd brought out the Apple TV and he had just showed it in relationship to the, the previous one where they, they just had the little black square in like one now, corner of the old Apple TV. Now, Guy, have I got to slap your wrist? Probably. What, we what, gonna, what for this we- time? Are we going to talk about the equipment in the second part of the show? You've already let the, the goose out of the bag, haven't you? Oh well, uh, no. We're just we're just talking about we're just talking about the, the, the streaming part of it right now. Um, but it, you know, essentially, what would happen just before they were going to give some kind of information that I was like hanging on on the, the you know the edge of my seat for? All of a sudden, the whole screen would just kind of go blank, 
I couldn't see anything. I couldn't hear anything. And I'm frantically refreshing the page. And then it would come back on and says, and that's all we have to say about that. It's like, no! <laughs> Just making me crazy. Yeah. Well, you I see, that's, the same point. That's, that's the Apple experience. Yeah. What, a streaming screaming? <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Mind you, I was following some Twitter feeds on it, and they went off as well. Other people? Twitter, Twitter uh, went very quiet at one point. Well, you can imagine that there were probably, you know, hundreds of thousands of people doing nothing but, but Twittering what they were seeing in the uh, in the event. You know, not necessarily because they were streaming it. You had so many, you know, cause usually Twitter, Twitter updates are, are happening because people at the presentation or at the show are frantically putting into their feeds what it is they're seeing. Well, now multiply that by... However many, you know, hundreds of thousands of people were watching the same presentation and also Twittering at the same time. I'm sure that was definitely a uh, a trending topic on Twitter yeah. while it was going on. Um, I mean, well, one of them I was watching, which is, um, I mean, I know they're, they're friends of the MyMac. I think it's Mac Observer. Oh, yeah, big they're, friends they're, of us. Yeah, their 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 feed, but that that went off. All of a sudden, it just stopped, and the only person who actually saw tweeting from that moment um, was Tim. <laughs> and, <laughs> Tim. And it Tim. went quiet this, on the tweets this, for the rest Tim of the show. I don't know. He's quite, a, he's, he's quite ugly, though. He does have a face for radio. Yeah, well, I've... <laughs> I, I'm I, glad I, you I said can, that. Yeah, I can relate to that. <laughs> yeah. Good God. Yeah, the um, the opening of the show, you were talking about old-timers. Uh, actually, and I'll, I'll go ahead and put this out there, next week is going to be my 50th 55-0 birthday. So get your pre- get, get your presents in now. Uh, yeah. I, I do anyway, take I cash. Now. <laughs> I do take cash. Do you? Yes, I do. Yeah. And it's, it's advisable not to send cash through the postal system. <laughs> oh, I don't care as long as I get the money. Um, <laughs> why, don't we, why don't we take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to go over some of the the new hardware that Apple released, and in the third segment, we're going to go into ooh, some of the other little goodies that they had for us. So if you guys and the audience will stand by to stand by, we'll be right back. We love our listeners, and the police would very much like to talk to us about it. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome back. Uh, now we're going to be talking about all the hardware that Apple announced in its keynote earlier today. The keynote that was streamed, which both, well, in fact, all three of us heard. Um, but, and sort uh, of watched. Got, yeah, sort of watched intermittently. But, uh, <laughs> f- fairly good job, actually. <laughs> yeah. Kept us on the edge of our edge of our toes. And the first item that we're going to talk about is actually very close to my heart because um, I was having a discussion um, today and I've been having a discussion about the iPod Shuffle with a few people who seemed to think that it was going to be disappearing. And I, I said no. I thought that the iPod Shuffle would stay. What I was surprised was that it's gone back to its um, 
previous incarnation and the version yeah, that I've happened. actually got. Yeah, and it's the version that I've got now. Whether it's slightly different in dimensions, I'm, I don't know because I haven't got uh, I haven't got mine to hand to kind of kind of do any measurements and uh, comparison against uh, the dimensions on the website. But it's gone back to the button shuffle and. I'm quite pleased. Well, I, I think that's a good move. I think that the, um, the the buttonless one was more of a gimmick than anything else. What do you think, Neil? Yeah, I can't see. Um, it's the no, it's the normal people using it. I mean, tech, techno people would like the you know the ones with the voice bits and bobs and the little clicker. But I mean, if I gave that my mum, she would not have a clue how to use that. Yeah, I, I so, think that's so. The, so, yeah. so you, you know, one with the big play button on totally understandable uh, yeah and to be and to be honest with you it's it's a light little device although <laughs> the nano is not exactly oh no i've moved on um no that's fine <laughs> but the nano is also the new nano is is fairly small but that shuffle is just it's just perfect you sink it you throw what you want in there and you take it out and i've got to say i use mine probably it pr- it probably gets three or four hours use at least a day Really? So do you just yeah. use it and have it on shuffle mode, or do you have custom playlists set up for it, or what? I'll be, I'll be perfectly honest with you. It, it's, a, it's a mixture of um, podcasts and uh, audio books and music, but primarily it's got the um, podcasts and audio books on there. So you don't do you bother with playlists for it at all? Yes, I do. Oh, yes, absolutely. But um, the the normal usage, I would say that's probably only about twenty five percent of its time that it's being used. When I have music on there, and just use a, a shuffle list, which I've got. You know, I just throw the shuffle list on there and uh, and play it. Yeah. Now it, it only has it only has two two gigs of space. Didn't I think the last gen you could get either that's two or two or four gigs? Um. Was it either one or two? I can't remember now. No, actually. I, I think can't it was. Remember. I think it was either two, four? two or four. I think you could get a four gig two, shuffle. Two gig is ample, though. To be honest with you, for that device. Yeah, I, I would. I would think that that if you had four gigs and no way to to see what it is you were selecting, that that yeah. would be really, really kind of hard to manage. I think a two gig shuffle, unless it's one really long book. Really, really long book where <laughs> you want to throw it out the car as you're driving down. It's like just shut this guy up. Um, let's go ahead anyway. and go to the 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 nanos. Now this one, um, I had seen the you know the the leaked pictures of of the cases for it. Yep. yep. And I for some reason I was thinking, oh that that's got to be BS. You know, I I just can't see the nano looking like that. And that's exactly what it looks like. Well, when I saw those cases, my first impression was that it's going back to the short, fat nano um, style. Yeah. Um, which actually my daughter has, and she loves it. In fact, she doesn't use it anymore because she's moved on to an iPhone, and it's moving on to my wife. So uh, uh, Mrs. Gazmaz is going to be using <laughs> it. But it's it's a popular device, actually. They, they, they're still, you know, they, they, I think it was, mind you, it was her first, it was Sarah, who's uh, uh, my eldest, it was her first yeah. iPod. So she's probably got, you know. Nostalgia going in there. Nostalgia <laughs> <at> sixteen. <laughs> well, now, but I, but I thought it was going to be going back to that format, and it, it kind of has, but it's it's closer to the nano, yeah. to the shuffle rather. Yeah, I shuffle. would say it is. I mean, it, I don't. I, I wish I could see the two of them side by side. Now they're not going to be released until next week, so there's no way for us 
you know, unless we well, there is there is a comparison on the dimensions, and there's not a great deal of difference between the sizes. Okay, and for those who thought that video on the the fourth gen was it fourth gen or fifth gen nanos, the last version. Um, I think fifth, that was think. that was the fifth gen. Yeah, if they yeah. thought that that watching video on a two point two inch screen was like just completely ridiculous for the nano well you no longer have to worry about it because you can't watch video on the new nanos <laughs> no video playback whatsoever and the and what i thought was kind of a, a neat addition to the last gen nano which was that built-in video camera gone yep. yeah that kind of that does surprise me a little bit i i've got a feeling that in years to come this will be the new shuffle and that a a a new nano will appear between that uh, and the touch. Well, that's because what... it, I mean it is so close to the shuffle. If I mean, let me just give you these dimensions. Yeah. It's I'll give you the imperial because although all my um, in, European friends are going to hate me for this, but it's one point. <laughs> the shuffle is one point one four inches by one point two four by point three of an inch. That's twenty nine mil, thirty one point six or eight point seven mil. Get, get them both in. And the nano is one point four eight by 1.61 by 0.35 which is 37.5 by 40 by 8.78 millimeters so there's you know there's not a great deal of difference in size between those two no it seems like yeah i think you're right that um all things considered considering how close they are in size why did they even bother coming out with the new shuffle why not why not have a you know an iPod shuffle with that touch screen, which was really I mean Well that's that's easy guy. That's that's an easy answer there. Well, yeah, I surprise. Yeah. Price. They couldn't have they couldn't have had a, a an iPod shuffle starting at uh, hundred and forty nine dollars and you know not have something that's like really super cheap. Absolutely. Yeah, so it gains a so, touch so screen. What, so what so what do you think about the touch screen then? Neil. I'm, I like it. I think it's a, a really good idea because it, it does like your, like your iPhone does, and, and all of a sudden you, you've got um, redefinable buttons so they can do anything they want with it from now on. It, it, I mean, at the moment it looks like a, an iPhone with its icons and whatever, but you know, you go into a, a, an app inside it and they could build a click wheel onto it if you prefer it, even put the, sh- the, the shuffle controls onto it. So, well, I, yeah. I think both the shuffle and the nano both have the voiceover. Um, right. What? What? But what? But, but what I didn't get, guy, and I don't know whether you picked this up at all when you was watching it. I assume that they are just there's there's one or two apps on there, but they are the fixed apps that you'll get with the device. Currently, you can't add to those. No, and I don't didn't. think I don't think that's going to change. No, but they could change them. Well, they, they could. could, but. You know, I mean, they could redefine any one of those apps. So, I mean, they start off with a certain set. But, I mean, it, as I say, it's like the iPhone in the fact there's there's not a lot to do. You, they can change the interface as much as they like, can't they? Now it's all screen. Well, um, Where, like with the shuffle, I mean, obviously we, we lose buttons as we did before. Now we've got buttons back. Well, you know, they could do that whenever they want from now on by just reprogramming it. Well, what, Neil, what do you think about uh, taking video away from the Nano? Does that really, do you think that was a mistake? Uh, no, now my wife's got the, I think it's the version 4, so the one without the camera. Yeah, but the, it's, the little but square that, one? No, the, it's still a long one, but it's just the one previous to the camera. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, but it still did video, and she's never watched video on it because it is so small. 
Well, both my kids, both my kids have the the video nanos, and I know that when we go on long trips, if if they don't want to watch or listen to whatever it is that you know that that I have playing through my iPhone into the car stereo, they, they've they've got several movies and TV shows and all the rest yeah. of it on their nanos, yeah. and, and they're perfectly happy. It's it's a it's yeah. a nice little device you slip into your pocket, and if you want to watch a little video content, there it is. Now, obviously, it's not high definition and you know you're it's 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 not like watching the avatar on uh ipod nano is going to be a, a a wonderful experience but it, at least you were able to do it if you wanted to but i wonder if apple is seeing that people are not watching video and they're not using the camera on the nano but they are doing that and wanting to do that i.e watching video on the ipod touch and if you look at the the low end price of the nano um, it's £129 over here in the UK. The low-end price of the iPod Touch is 189 So you've not got much of a jump to go up to a decent video. And I wonder if that's their thinking, that, you know, it is too now too small to make, uh, to have video on there. Uh, and perhaps thinking forward, if these touchscreens come down in price, that's why I'm thinking that it might then suddenly turn into the new iPod Shuffle. The current Nano may, you know, change into the iPod Shuffle. Um, and, and, I mean, my expectation was that the Nano would possibly come out with the Wi-Fi uh, um, antenna in there. And then it'd have syncing, and also it's got a camera on there at the moment, or the previous model did have. And I wonder whether they were going to go for FaceTime on the Nano as well, but obviously they've gone away from that. Well, they couldn't do FaceTime on the Nano, at least the previous version of the Nano, because you need a front-facing camera for that. Yeah, but well, yeah, but hang on a minute, guy. Unless, it unless had a you, hold up, you hold up a you hold up a mirror, you attach a it mirror doesn't, to the. It Nano. doesn't matter. It had a camera. It had a camera. You could still yeah. do FaceTime. You know, you just it, they wouldn't be able to see matter. you. Though. Well, you just <laughs> yeah, but they had a camera, so I'm sure that they could have changed it and and put it around. Anyway, they've gone away from that. Obviously, they're not doing that. Yeah. Um, but that's what I was thinking they would do when he was talking about all of these devices. So now it's it's they've made it smaller, which and I agree with you with what you said about the kids. I mean, uh, uh, Claire's got one of the um, the previous version shuffle but it didn't have the uh, camera on it but it was the video and she uses it all the time to watch video on it so you mean the nano? Um, yeah the nano so okay. i i am i am a little bit surprised but looking at the price breaks i think that's their thinking they've they've created this nano with the touch screen i think that's possibly a bit of an experiment to be honest with you um and if anybody really wants to watch video move they're going to be yeah. watching, they're, they're going to move up to the ipod touch could it also be that they're trying to push more the hd content so in which case the older yeah, screen they, well, that's uh, isn't going to be capable of doing it well yeah. not not only it wasn't real i don't think it was a matter of resolution as much as just the, the screen size was so small and the fact that you only had you know at most 16 gigs of storage kind of made the 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 iPod Nano for you know at least as far as watching HD not that great a device. Um let's let's move up to the iPod Touch. Now there were some huge changes for the iPod Touch. Not just not just hardware-wise but software-wise too, which we'll get we'll, you know we'll get more into the software in the next segment. But the the iPod Touch now we still have 
the 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 three different models the eight gigabyte the thirty two gigabyte and the sixty four gigabyte and you know I always thought it was kind of weird that they jumped from eight gigabyte to thirty two gigabyte they did that with the last version too yeah yeah i i, I don't quite know what's what the thinking is there yeah why um, not why not just have it you know sixteen thirty two sixty four I just wonder whether I just wonder whether they're trying to dif- differentiate and and bring in as lower price point, but still be making as much margin as they can, so that that eight gigabyte will be, you know, the video that the Nano now isn't. Well, it, you know, they they put in the uh, the A four processor in it, which is the same one that's that's in the iPads and the iPhone four. Uh, it's got the Retina, you know, the really really nice Retina display. Uh, they added front and rear cameras, which means that this does support FaceTime over Wi-Fi, which, of, of course, that's all that it's it's really geared toward right now. You can only do FaceTime uh, through Wi-Fi. Um, I I kind of got the feeling that overall the, the most important announcements that they were making today had to do with the iPod Touch. What do you think, Neil? <laughs> Um, yeah, I think that's it. The whole thing was to introduce the, the iPod Touch that's, that got in sync with iPhone 4. Um, yeah, I totally agree with that. One thing that yeah, was kind I, of... I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Gaz. No, I was, I was thinking about the... Um, obviously, from a gaming perspective, and that... Um, what's that new process, that new gaming... Um, game Center? Game Center. I think that's big on their mind for that. And and I think that's where possibly you, you're thinking, um, because it, I think in the um, keynote they said that it has now become the number one portable gaming device, outstripping Nintendo and the Sony devices, handheld devices. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's in sales now. With you know, if you include all of the previously sold uh, PSPs and DSs, of course, um, you know Apple can't touch that that huge number but they are outstripping both of them in overall sales quarter to quarter so i mean from that perspective that's that's a biggie for them because you know the the amount of sales and the amount of ongoing sales to the app store that they're getting on that is is just massive yep um and i think that's the biggie that retina display i think that was that was big um the camera i've heard one or two things that you know the the camera uh, megapixel isn't brilliant i've i've gone with one i've actually ordered one um i've gone with a 32 gig and and ordered one because what, one of the new ipod touches yeah oh, yeah i'm jealous um because um, i mean this first gen touch that i've got and it was the camera that swung it if it had, had the gps in there as well which i think they could have done although i've got a feeling that's going to come in you, you know in the next couple of updates um over the next few years um that would have been an absolute no-brainer but as it was i had to think about it for about 15 minutes but not longer than that no <laughs> <laughs> with that camera and the video cap- uh, capability with the uh, retina dis- uh, display with the um cpu that now that that did it it was you know this this one that i've got here is is tired now it really is tired um well is it, it, is it a matter fine. of is it a matter of it's just slow with the older processor and yeah there, not it is, as much, it is, not it as is much slow. Some, some of the new apps it is it is slow and and you know I, I think uh, the battery's starting to, you know, go down fairly quickly as well. I mean, it does get a ha- absolute hammering. My iPod Touch gets used all the time. Well, it, all the time, yeah. all the time. 
So, um, you know, I give her a hammering. My daughters give her a hammering, a hammering as well. So, yeah, I've gone out and ordered one. And that camera, um, as I say, with the video camera on it as well, the display, um, that's it. I've got, I've just gone and ordered one. Well, you've got to figure that that people that are making uh, standalone uh, video audio devices similar to what Apple does has just got to be shaking their heads and going, well, what the hell do we do now? You know, Archos and, and, and you know, even, you know, I almost hate to say it, Microsoft Zune, um, you know, the, the devices that, that serve a, a somewhat similar purpose. But, you know, let's face it, is in that particular segment of the market, is there anything that has the, the rich number of, of applications and all of the other benefits that come with, with iOS, which we will get into in the next segment. Um, I, I don't think that there's any other device out there that can really touch the iPod Touch. Uh, only an iPhone. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I, would, I would only question one bit on that, and that's the, the Arcos equipment. Because, I mean, I've got a, an older Arcos but it is capable of doing things like recording TV directly into the box. So it's sort of aimed at a slightly different audience. With with the iPod, yes, you can do a lot of viewing, but it, getting the content in there is nowhere near as easy. So I don't know. I mean, Arcos sort of you, aimed you, at it. You see, for me now, I, I, the one question I'd ask you is, can I have my calendars and my email on there? Um I'm not sure on the new ones. As I say, my mind's slightly older. I, I think they do have it on the ones that are slightly bigger. But as I say, I mean, I, I still take my Arcos on holiday with me because right. um, I can plug it directly into the telly and I use it like a video recorder while we're away. Now, I can't do that with my iPhone or my iPod Touch or anything else that I've got. <laughs> All right. Um, we've got one other, one other piece of gear to, to talk about. And that's Apple's continuing hobby, the Apple TV. Now, there were lots of reports that it was going to be renamed uh, ITV, which, which I, I understand caused a lot of consternation over there, over there in the UK. Well, and one point I'd just like to make that if they had called it ITV, they may well have struggled streaming um, television programs from a certain company over here in the UK. So it was probably a good move not to do it if they're still calling <laughs> it a hobby. <laughs> well, let, let's talk about this device. Uh, it's roughly one quarter of the size of the, the the previous version of the Apple TV. I mean, this thing is really, really small. And they they were able to do this by basically making one major change from the old device to the new device, and that was no storage. There is no storage inside of this device. Yeah, the, I, what amazes me is that the power devices, it's still got its its power unit in there as well. I mean, it's just yeah, no incredible. Brick. Yeah, it's, it's just incredible the size of the, this device. Yeah. Um, it's got HDMI um, out. It's got a USB port, I believe, on there. It's got nope, an Ethernet nope, nope, connection. Nope, no USB I, port. Are you sure? Because I think there's a mini USB connection below that HDMI port. Uh, I will. I will have to take a look. But I, I'm, I'm pretty certain that I spotted that. Um, that it, there's a when they were showing the image, um, I'm sure there's there is a mini there is definitely a USB port below the HDMI port for sure. 
Oh, you know what? You are absolutely right. There is a uh, micro, micro USB. But micro, that, yeah. That's yeah. just for service and support. So, yeah, like like the current USB port is. Yeah, but didn't you have to? Didn't you have to jailbreak the older Apple TV in order to use that to like hang uh, an external drive? Yeah. Well, how many? Uh, uh, let me ask you a question, guy. Sure. How many? How many Apple service people are you going to have around your house to connect up to it and, and do a, a service on it? They kept that in there because they know that this device is going to be hacked as well because they still don't know what to do with this device. Well, I think um, part, part think of the reason have to why enable people enable this using iTunes. Oh yeah, you know how you, you know how you have to plug your iPad in to iTunes before well, you can even use it. You're going to have to enable it because it doesn't have any storage. So you're you're streaming so from you've got to do your that current iTunes account. Or I disagree with you. I disagree with you. I think you. I think you're going to be able to use this um, standalone as a standalone device. I, I think you. I think you're going to be able to if you once you've got a connection to the Wi-Fi um, or to any internet connection. I think you're going to be able to uh, connect straight to an iTunes store through the Apple device and just use your existing account or make a new account. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, either or, either or. So you got to enable it through its own store on board, you're thinking, that's the... Well, you, well, you'd have to do that with any device, wouldn't you, really, I suppose, Neil? But, I mean, the, but, um, all I'm thinking is the iPad's got it on board, hasn't it? But you have to plug it into your iTunes on your computer to even get it to register to start off, you know, just to do that yeah. initial register. And right. I'm wondering if that's what that USB port's for. So you have to plug it into your Mac to start off with, yeah. get it no, registered. And then you go Wi-Fi, and you know, like we do with the rest, you know, the rest of the. No. Well, no. I, I'm here. I'm here on the page right now, and they basically say micro USB for service and support. So I don't think that you'll need to. Uh, actually, I'm going to go ahead and, and say that definitely you won't have to physically connect it to the computer that you have your main iTunes account on. But it does have Wi-Fi, and it does have an Ethernet port, so it will go and probably say, "Hey, look, you've got." This iTunes account or iTunes library over here on this other computer. Well, do you want me, me to use that one to stream content? Uh, well, let's let's put it this way. It says system requirements. System requirements are Airport Extreme Wi-Fi 802BG uh, or N wireless network. Uh, wireless video streaming requires whatever. It then says iTunes Store account for renting films for streaming media, a Mac or PC iTunes 10 or uh, later. Yes, so you, yes. So, so you do not need, you no, do not, not need. Yeah, you're right. No, it's, it, no. it doesn't say anything for enabling, does it? And let's no. say, I mean, the other thing, obviously, is firmware upgrades it could do through it. Yeah, but again, firmware upgrades. You, they can do that through, they can do that through Wi-Fi. Yeah. Wi-Fi or, or connected uh, Ethernet. I, 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 I think they've left the USB in there because they still don't know where it's going to end up and they know that people are going to use that and probably hack this device. But anyway, that's, that's, that's for the future. Yeah. That's for the future. Um, so, what do we think of that now? What do we think about just streaming to this device? I like it. I think I think it makes a lot of sense. Uh, it, it's gonna it, obviously it cut down on on the size and the weight of the device. I think most people weren't bothering to bring a lot of of their iTunes content on the device that they were probably without probably without even realizing it they were streaming anyway. Yeah. So, you know, to their to their current iTunes account on their computer. 
Yeah. The one thing I would be interested in knowing, and I have a feeling that it's it's probably set up the same way as it was for the previous version of the Apple TV, that you'll have to have iTunes running on the computer that it's getting its stream from. If it's you know, I mean, if it's looking yes. at your existing yes. iTunes account. And Absolutely. That's, and that still just ticks me off. There is no yeah, that's, reason that's why sucks. you should have to have iTunes running on that computer as long as the computer is on and the content is there within its hard drive. No, I agree with you there, that guy. I yeah. agree with you there. Uh, so, some, some of the other news about this, of HD movie rentals for $4.99 for first-run flicks. I think that's... That's pretty amazing. I, I think uh, Apple probably had to work the studios pretty hard for that. Uh, Ninety nine. You know, these are U.S. prices, obviously. Ninety nine cents for HD TV rentals, though. That's only for Fox and ABC right now. But the big addition that the previous one did not have is Netflix. What do you think about that? Well, for us over here, um, I, I don't. I do, is Netflix available to us? I think it's recently become available to us, isn't it, over here in the UK? Is it? I'm not I sure. I think so. I'm pretty sure that it's it's recently become available. Um, well, but until it, recently, it, for guys, overseas, if it wouldn't be Netflix, it would just be some other service. They yeah, would, well, they would partner the, up. We, we haven't well, got many. That's the problem. Yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. So I, for us, I have heard go. of one other. I can't remember its name, but it is certainly nothing that's ever come out with uh, with this lot. And again, this all comes down to licensing video or audio content from the content copyright holders, which obviously Apple has no control over, which is why with, at least here in the States, that uh, HD TV rentals currently is only Fox and ABC. But I have a, what I was really kind of surprised about was, you know, cause Disney has a lot of television content and he's like a 40% shareholder <laughs> of Disney and they couldn't get Disney on board. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's, you know, I would think you could make a phone call and say, do this or die, you know, and, and somebody would, you know, crap their pants and make it happen. Yeah, but that's, you know, that's 60% that he hasn't got. It might be a 40% holder, but it's 60% of people going, actually, no. So, you know, I'm... <laughs> I, I'm not. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. You know, you don't know what the mindset of these larger companies is. You know, yeah. I'm looking at 99 pence for a, uh, you know, a TV rental episode. Well, if you start adding those episodes up, guy, that's a lot of money. So, you know, that, we've got to look at that one a little bit closer because 99 cents for an episode, great uh, if it's just one big long episode. But if you want to watch a series, whew, that could, that could start becoming very costly and, and people are going to say, hang on a minute, I pay, you know, X amount a month and I've got access to all of this content. Why am I going to then start, you know, also paying 99 cents to watch this particular show and then have to pay another 99 cents to watch the follow up? Yeah, that the pricing on that, I think, needs a little bit more definition. Well, there's 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 a change coming to to television that I think. A lot of people aren't seen. Uh, I think that the the cable companies as we know them today are are kind of on their way out. That that basically cable companies, the only thing that they're going to do in the future is offer up bandwidth to your television set or your computer, and that you'll kind of make your own deals 
with everyone that that's creating this content and you know ABC will ABC CBS Fox and NBC here in the states will offer a package that costs X amount of dollars, and they split that up. Uh, if you want movie channels, well, if you have Netflix, do you really need a movie channel anymore? Do you need any of the movie channels? Um, not having Netflix and knowing how good or bad it is, I can't answer that question. Well, it, it's a streaming movie service. So, Well, yeah, yeah, but the thing is, iTunes does, does a streaming movie service, you know, but they don't have all the movies in there. So is it worth just living with iTunes? No, it's not. Certainly not in, in, uh, in the iTunes, UK. iTunes doesn't have a subscription service. So Netflix will, set, will let you watch... No, no. The point I'm making, no, no. The point I'm making, guy, is I don't know what range of films a service like that will have for me. So unless it's got a good range of films that I'm going to be prepared to pay for that service, then I don't know whether it's going to be worth having it or not. Uh, And that's that's where all the different companies then kick in and say, uh, okay, we're happy with um, um, movie flicks, uh, and another Warner Brothers come in and say, no, no, we want to go with Warner flicks, Uh, you know, and then you've got your war then. got to subscribe to uh, both of them because you've got kids in your family that want to watch warner flicks and the harry potter but you know somebody else wants to watch disney flicks because of all the pinocchio <laughs> so <laughs> that, that's now, the problem looking at the apple tv site in the uk uh, none of the netflix type things are mentioned on there it mentions youtube mobile b Flickr, and it mentions you can hire get films um out of itunes but, but it no, doesn't mention yeah. any of the other um, streaming services. Okay, so well, it this doesn't is, look at the moment like the UK's got that bit. Okay, this yeah. is probably a discussion that we should save for another podcast. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Think- uh, the last thing that is kind of cool is playing content from your iOS device, and whether it's an iPad or an iPhone or an iPod Touch, you can play it through your TV set through the Apple TV. Do you know what I thought when he picked that up and he was going down the avenue of discussing that? The first thing that went through my mind was, here we go. He's going to play a game, but stream it through his Apple TV onto his large TV. Yeah, that's the first thing that that went through my mind. But obviously he didn't do that. He just played the film. He moved the film over and played it through the Apple TV, which was cool. Yeah, there were Um, there were no apps, no apps discussed at all for the Apple TV. No, no, none at all. So the the rumor sites got that part wrong. Um. We need to take a break, guys. Uh, when we come back, we are going to discuss the uh, at least the very two iOS releases that are upcoming very, very soon, and probably a little bit more, and then we're going to wrap it up. So please stand by to stand by, and we'll be right back. They podcast naked. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to the show. Uh, this is our last segment. We're going to talk about some of the the software-related items, or goodies that Apple released. We're going to start off with, with iOS 4.1. What do you think about that, Gaz? Um, well... I'm not really that bothered at this point, mainly because I don't have a device which can use it. 
um, obviously I've oh, got my right. iPad. Well, I've got the iPad, but that it won't be out available. For, I don't think it'll be available for the iPad. Uh, no, 4.1, 4, 4, 4. Uh, even when it comes out, still won't be available for the iPad. Yeah, so uh, for me, it's not really a big deal. However, there were some things which they announced, and I think um, somebody uh, that's not <laughs> too far away might be looking forward to uh, part of that fix. Yes, I think so. Uh, yes. Yeah, uh, Tim. Tim has been going crazy because he's he has uh, uh, Tim Robertson, our fearless leader, has a iPhone four, and the proximity sensor has been making him crazy with his iPhone four. It it, it keeps mu- muting his calls. Uh, it's doing. It, it's even more of a pain in the neck than you know the antenna problems that were got so much attention. So if this actually fixes. The proximity sensor, I think Tim will be very, very happy. Yeah, I think Tim's not the only person that's been struggling with that. So it is. I think it's a much bigger issue almost than the than the antenna issue, even because that's kind of been, you know, they've kind of got over that now. Nobody seems to be talking about that anymore. Incredibly, no. Um, and, and the proxi- the problems with the proximity sensor, as far as mainstream press goes, it, it got it got. No coverage at all, really. No, incredible, incredible. Anyway, yeah. so the, there's a fix for that. There's going to be the high. Now, this is quite interesting, I yeah. suppose. The 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 HDR photos um, that does look fairly fairly cool, actually. Oh, when, I mean, when I, he I, did that demo on it, yeah, I was, I was yeah. like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I've done I've done a bit of HDR myself, and it, it's 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 hard work. So if they can get it working and and you know to do a good job within the uh, within the camera, and that is available on the new iPod Touch, he says with a great big grin on his face. Um, then cool, cool. Now, um, what what did you think about that, Neil? Uh, yeah, I'm the same. I've done some HDR photography, and uh, the only thing I can say, I feel sorry for the apps writers because I've bought a couple of HDR apps, which are now going to be useless once this update comes out. Um, well, well having, not necessarily. Having said that, I, I do hope it... I mean, they didn't really mention... I presume it will go on the 3GS and work on the 3GS. Uh, I hope so, because that's what I have. Yeah, that's what I've got, too. But do you, th- now, you think that... On the- your 3GS, have you had camera problems since you've been on version 4? No, I haven't had any camera problems, as a matter of I've fact. I've had intermittent problems with my camera only since I upgraded to 4. Sometimes you, I, I put it on, and the shutter stays shut on the screen. And it might take a few seconds to a minute or two before the shutter opens. That then it long? Yeah. Oh, it's really weird. weird. Sometimes you put it on and, and, and it just comes straight back out of it because the camera won't work. But it's only done... Neil, 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 you're supposed to press the button, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Neil, one thing... I don't know if you've already tried this. One thing you might want to try doing is wiping it and reloading the whole thing back into it. Oh. Yeah, and just set it up so that you go to bed, you, you get it to start, and then you then you move on. Yeah. And see what it looks like the next day. So, yeah. so, so sorry to interrupt you um, guys. There, um, <laughs> uh, they, they also they also had HD uploads over Wi-Fi. Now, explain to me what does that mean? Uh, I think that's more along the lines of uh, what did they call that? Air Air Tunes. Okay. You know where where you can you can uh, upload things from iTunes HD iTunes into uh, whatever device it is that's running. Ah, that, that, I suppose, links in with the fact that you can stream um, something from your iOS device into Apple the TV. The Apple TV, exactly. And it's going to be HD. Okay, yeah, okay. Makes sense now. Yeah, so you um, wouldn't, wouldn't necessarily... And, and I, I, I bet you when, when this comes out, 
that that'll be for rentals only. That won't be for um, uh, for purchased movies. No, I bet it. No, I bet it'll be for purchased products as well. Because I bet you'll still be able to. Because we, Neil and I, were just having a quick discussion about this, and I think you'll still be able to buy. Um, this is all guesswork, of course. I think of course. you'll still be able to buy. Um, items on your mac and also your ipad and then obviously you'll be able to stream from those um, films to um to the apple tv well or to your iphone or ipod touch it wouldn't surprise it wouldn't surprise me that um itunes will recognize what device you've got and allow you either a rental button or a rental and or a purchase button well i know you can you can kind of do that now um, yep. but if you try it over, you know, whoever it is that you have your contract with you, it, that, if it's over, I think 10 megabytes, it just says, Nope, sorry. Can't do yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Uh, you, from that perspective. Yeah. 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 But, uh, you know, so the, the over Wi-Fi is obviously for those devices, which are internal. So when, you know, like when Neil comes home, he yeah. wants to watch the rest of that, um, downloaded, uh, keynote, uh, rather than streaming it. While he's driving, um, <laughs> he, can watch, he can watch the rest on his Apple It also says here that it's to do with HD uploads to YouTube as well. On, ah, in, interesting. In oh, the, okay. push, in ah, the yeah, that, that makes sense. Tickle. Yeah, you that can makes tick sense. Tick a little tick to say, "Do it in HD mode." Ah, yes. Well spotted, that man. Yeah. yeah well, especially he, considering that that both the the new iPod touches and the iPhone four have the Retina display, that would that would make a lot more sense. Yeah, is it iPod Touches or is it iPod Touch Eye? I, I well, it, it, I, I, I'll, I'll have to check. On. I'll have to check. I'll have to check with the Department of Redundancy Department, and I'll, I'll get back to you on that. Uh, we also have uh, TV show rentals, which we've already kind of talked about. Uh, now, here is something that I think is very interesting: Game Center. Now, this is social gaming that already has a huge potential iTunes audience already built in. Now, I, I don't really want to go into depth on this tonight because I think this could eventually, this could yeah, this could be a topic, I think, for another week. But, I mean, yeah. th- think about, you know, you've got PSPs and you've got um, Nintendo DSs, and they have built-in Wi-Fi, and you can kind of somewhat connect up and play other players, but typically... Whoever it is you're playing needs to be, for the most part, in the same room with you. It, it doesn't work that well over the networks, and it's not that easy to set up. But I have a feeling that with with Apple, from what they were showing with Game Center, that it's really just a matter of saying, okay, well, this game is is created and will work with Game Center, and I just hit a button and I can connect up to somebody else that's playing the same game. Kind of like I, X- Xbox Live for a portable yeah. device. I think it's. I think it's. Um, I think it's a biggie. I think that's, that's. That's. You know. The, the, we, we're just. I think this is all new territory for all of these companies. Yeah. Uh, and this. And this is part of this ongoing process. And Certainly I, I new guess it should. For Apple. Well, I don't think it should come as a surprise that that it's it's Apple that's kind of leading these other companies. I mean, you look at what phones were like before the iPhone. You look at what at what apps were like before the iPhone 4 phones. I mean, over the last five or six years, Apple has really been kind of pushing and shoving the rest of the industry in, in you know, whatever, de- other than like the iPod Hi-Fi, but let's not go into that. Um, they kind of pushing and shoving other companies into doing things the way that they do it. And yeah. a lot, sometimes, the, you know, Apple 
gets pushed off to the side as another company not necessarily does it better, but does it cheaper. But, you know, again, I think that's a topic for another day. But yeah. I, th- I think that Apple is on the right track here. That that iOS 4.1, uh, besides some of the bug fixes that'll make a lot of people very happy, some of the stuff that that they're doing right now, uh, it, it's making like the Palm OS and Android and some of the other ones. They're all still in catch-up mode. They're they're not passing the experience that people are getting with iOS. What do you guys think? What do you think, Neil? Um, yeah, I mean, I think they're playing catch up in a great many fields, though. It, it's not just that that part. Yeah. Um, and you know, I mean, nowhere, no other device is anywhere near it as far as things like iTunes and the ease of you know downloading, whether it's your latest bit of music or whatever, all from the one yeah. place. So yeah, I, I agree with you. But um, the, as I say, they're playing catch up all over. Yeah. I did hear just recently, and I'll keep it very brief. But the one of the the new Google phone has an aerial problem, the same as the iPhone four. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that um, as well. So, uh, so yeah, they all seem to be going through the same sort of processes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, that now iOS four point one is supposed to be available next week. Now coming up in November is iOS four point two, and the significance of iOS four point two for the most part is that it's bringing all of the advantages of iOS 4 to the iPads. Yeah. Plus... I don't... <laughs> go ahead. Go on. No, you carry on. Oh, I was going to say, plus uh, giving people something they've been asking for for a while with iPads is printing. I think, yeah, that, again, that's a biggie. And I wonder whether that printing, presumably, will also be available to um, the other iOS devices. Oh, I, I imagine it will be, but I mean, how often are you going to work on a, a document that you want to print on an iPod Touch or an iPhone? I mean, the screen is is really just too small for that. True enough, true enough. But uh, I mean, it's just as an aside, the fact that it'll be available on that um, on four point two presumably will stream out to those devices as well. Um, I mean, I'll be honest with you. There are, there are going to be occasions when I want to print from um, the iPad, but I'm not sure how often I will actually use printing from my iPad. It's, it's, it, it's something which I've often thought about, and uh, I know a lot of people ask for it. It will be useful occasionally, but I'm, I'm, not re- I'm still not really clear in my own mind how useful printing from the iPad is going to be, but perhaps that's just me. Well, I, I think that's this is one of those situations where... Even if, say, 75% of the people that have iPods, or sorry, iPads, never use it, that 25% that want it, want it really, really bad. And they're willing to, <laughs> not, to, to not buy an iPad because it doesn't have a feature like that. Yeah, possibly, possibly. I, I, I think it's common sense because, it, you know, it, yeah. It, the pro- the problem they're going to have, obviously, and the, one of the reasons they had is obviously th- you've got all these different printers and uh, they've got to go through an intermediary or, almost because you, you can't put all of the drivers onto the iPad for all of these print, print devices. So I can, I can see why it didn't, you know, it wasn't on there straight away. But 
Um, and I understand what you're saying about people yeah. wanting it and perhaps not buying the device because it hasn't got it. So well, let's just hope they get it working right. Well, I think this will be one of those cases where if you want to print, you're obviously going to need to have some kind of Wi-Fi connection. And mm. when you know your iPad looks around on a network and says, oh, here's this printer right here, that there'll be something in it that will say, okay, go to Apple, find out what type of of uh, driver I need in order to print to that printer. Now, remember, Apple has the... I think they're the ones that are maintaining cups. Right, yes. And I cups, think so. I think cups, you're right. Yeah, cups is... Kind of, and this, you know, this is part of the reason why they probably got something like this. This That's kind of a universal interface, as I understand it, to what you know a, a lot of printers will connect up and allow you to print using a cups driver is that correct i think so yes 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 i'm pretty sure that's the case yeah well obviously there's there's, anyway there's a lot that they haven't had a chance to to work all the bugs out in um let's move on to the last little bit that we have here and we we need to (laughs) we need to get going here uh, iTunes 10, which they had claimed was available now, but as we have all found out, at least here on you know day of release, no, it's 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 not quite available yet, but it probably will be soon. Now, one of the things they did with this was in um, in File View they added uh, album album cover art if you have more than you know five or more songs per uh, album in your iTunes library. And I think that was kind of a bone that they threw to the labels to, to, to get them on board with some of the other stuff that they want to do. Yes. But the really big change other than the logo (laughs) is um, (laughs) what they're, what they're calling ping, which as Steve jobs described it, Facebook for music. What do you guys think about that? I'll let Neil jump in first because <laughs> I've, I've got a few thoughts on this. Yeah. I'll, let, I'll let Neil jump in. Okay, go ahead, Neil. I'm totally unimpressed by it. <laughs> it's yet another thing that I'm going to fly rubbish information out about things that people really don't want to know. So, um, if, if all they're giving us with iTunes 10 is a new logo, and this bit is the big bit, and, and an extra column with some pictures in. I'm very disappointed with iTunes 10. Well, think, okay. th- well, just think about this for a second. Yeah, I, I, I take it you're not on Facebook? Uh, yes, I am, yeah. Okay, do you use it often? Do you enjoy using it? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm more, more, I, I prefer Twitter. Um, and mainly because I've got more control over it. I think the the bit that gets me about Facebook, it's all these extra apps that bung information at you. Um, so I use it to keep in contact with people that are only on Facebook. But apart from that, no, I'm not a big let, let me Let me throw a wild statement at you two guys. Okay. This ain't aimed at us. No, it's not. No. <laughs> I would agree with that. Are you trying to say we're a bit too old here? Yeah. Yes, I am. <laughs> I think this is aimed at a younger generation. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and I can see, I can see its value. I can see the tie-in that it's going to certainly bring um, Apple and iTunes, and that's what they're after. Um, the, you know, they've got a hundred. They said they've got 160 million customers who are going to be able to. Yeah, that are know, already in iTunes, exactly. Yeah, that are already in iTunes, and and will 
link up and I'm sure that it will take off and I'm sure it will work. Um, but it's not Twitter and it's not Facebook. And I think that understanding will be there from the start. However, if the younger generation get into using this and it becomes bigger than what my expectation of it is at the moment, then it may well become a Twitter or Facebook. But boy, you mean as far as far as number of users or what as do you mean far as that? the way they use it and the way they interact with each other when they're you know when they're following somebody and the comments think- they're making about music. I think it might grow. I think Apple might might well. They may well. They may well actually find that they've created a beast here, which is going to take a um, you know a route of its own. Well, I mean, when you look at the kind of tie-ins that they were showing in the demonstration, this this again, I think is 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 going to have a, a a lot of input from the various artists that have their content on iTunes and the studios that have content on iTunes. As when you start thinking about, okay, whether you're doing it through a, a so-called circle of friends or whether you're allowing the, the type of music that you buy to be seen by anyone, you know, it, it's to the content creator's benefit to get as many people talking about their content as they possibly can. And when you have people that are on iTunes anyway, and now all of a sudden, not only can they go back and forth with each other on the music that they listen to, but they can also talk about the stupid crap that they talk about on Facebook at the same time. And that's exactly what I was going to say. Who's going to moderate this? Because, you know, I assume it's not going to be moderated, which means that... Oh, wait a second. We're We're talking about Apple here. Yeah, yeah, but this is like the App Store, isn't it? I mean, you look at some of the reviews on the App Store, and they're not moderated either. Um, there's some choice language in some of the reviews. And precisely, Neil, precisely, absolutely. Yeah. So they the, can't so not start, everything is... No, they can't start moderating the people that um, other people want to follow. They're not going to moderate what those the comments and the, you know, the the pieces of information that people are going to be putting in there, because if they do, it'll kill them. It'll absolutely kill them. So I think they've created a beast here, which might become a little bit unyieldly. I mean, I think um, Tim has got you. Um, you know, your, your BiMac Tim got it exactly right on his Twitter because he said it's a it's a MySpace killer, and that's exactly what that was taking over. It's the MySpace crowd. Well, yeah. Well, MySpace was dying anyway. Yes, but, yeah. But, I mean, incorporate it into iTunes. I mean, it surely has got to kill off MySpace now because the music's already in there. You haven't got to upload any of it. You just, you know, everything's there to reference. So um, it, it covers both angles that MySpace do at the moment. So, well, you know, do I you, think it's, it's well and truly going to kill it off. <laughs> do, you, do you think that the, the people that are managing either MySpace or Facebook have anything to be worried about? I think MySpace have, yeah, if, if they thought they had anything left anyway. Um, I don't think Facebook have got anything to worry about. I, I bet they're watching this with great interest. Mm. Yeah, but I, I disagree with both of you. I think I think Ping is is going to be the the killer hook for iTunes 10, and that that in a year's time, half of the people that are currently using iTunes will use it on a regular basis, and that Facebook will suffer because of uh, Ping. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Absolutely. <laughs> My Mac <back>. exclusive. 
And uh, we are running so, so very late, so we need to wrap this up. Uh, Neil, if people wanted to get a hold of you, how would they go up? How would they do so? Um, they can get me on Twitter, which is number six UK. Um, so yeah, they can get me on there. Or if they go so, to so Neil, can, can I can I just ask Neil? Sorry to interrupt you. Can I ask? So if you're number six, does yeah. that mean that the Queen, Prince Philip, Prince Charles? <laughs> is in- Sorry, I couldn't resist. <laughs> oh, <gone>. my. <laughs> uh, do you want to give out an email address, Neil? Um, just a web page, uh, neilwharton.com. Um, and that's where they can see me, astronomy pictures and that sort of thing. What about you, Gaz? Um, you can follow me over at Twitter at twitter.com forward slash gazmaz. Um, you can contact me on gaz at mymac.com. And I can be found at guy, G-U-Y, at mymac.com. And twitter.com forward slash Mac Parrot. Ah. I had to wait. Uh, also, you can leave us feedback via, uh, well, feedback at mymac.com. And we have a Skype telephone number that you all still refuse to call. And I'm starting to get very angry about it. It's area code 703 436 9501. Call the number. What's wrong with you people? And and on that happy note, oh, also, if if you want to be on the show, as I finish my rant about my Skype telephone number. Yeah, 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 don't bring it. Come on the show, so I can tell you off in person. Exactly, exactly. Uh, If you want to come on the show like Neil did today, you know, uh, other than my rant about the telephone number, I think I've been relatively calm and quiet. Um, Just send us us some word, and uh, we'll get you on as soon as we can. We, We love having listeners on the show. Isn't that right, Gaz? Absolutely. And uh, Neil, I'm still waiting for your check. So (laughs) (laughs) it's in the post. It's it's in the post. Okay, good enough. Good enough. Well, this show will definitely go out before that clears. So I guess you're covered. So for Gaz and myself and Neil, I just wanted to say good night. I hope you all have a great week, and we'll see you next time. And thank you for listening to the MyMac.com podcast. Please send all feedback to podcast at MyMac.com. Be sure to check out our other shows, including Geekiest Show Ever, My Photo Tech Podcast, Your Own Victory Garden, and Sam's Cool Picks. All available in iTunes. 